to the Marvelous Post Blip Podcast, a podcast on all things Marvel on the Fangirl Zone. I am Mischievous Dave. I am Sean Fangirl Ass. And I'm Hulk Steve. <laughs> Today we are talking about episode one of season one of She-Hulk Attorney at Law titled A Normal Amount of Rage. Written by Jessica Gao, John Bushimia, and Jack Kirby, and directed by Kat Corio. So are you green? Yes. <laughs> Very that's green. Gonna, that's how I'm going to picture you right now. Yeah. Green, green Steve. <laughs> yep. I wonder if he'd still have his goatee when he was green. That'd be very odd looking i don't know yes okay. it would <laughs> now that's it that's in my head now okay <laughs> all right i think we can move on to initial reactions and sean why don't you go first i really liked it mostly because i mean some of it was kind of cheesy and mm-hmm. i liked how some of it was like you know what that sounds like just fans talking <laughs> and and then finally like this is going to sound really bad, and I hope that we don't have people that are like, you bitch. I love the rage of the gatekeeping fanboys who are so mad that this turned oh. out way better than people thought it was going to be. Oh, I haven't seen any of that. Oh, my God. There's so many out there, and uh. I was cracking up, and a lot of it was around one specific scene, but it just had me cracking up. And so, yeah, I, I enjoyed it, and I'm hoping that the rest of it goes at kind of the same pace. I enjoyed it as well. It was a lot of fun. It's great to have Tatiana back on our screens for yes. the oh, yes. black fans uh-huh. out there. It's great to have her in the MCU even better. <laughs> and I thought this episode, we we basically got our setup in one episode where in our Last Marvel show, Miss Marvel, it took almost half the season to get to really understand the whole storyline. Right now, we're ready to rock now after this episode. So, Throwing, throwing rocks. <laughs> yes, and those two are so good together. It's unbelievable how much chemistry they had in this episode. It was just amazing. Something we're related. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving together. So anyway, I know we're not rating it. I have a rating for it anyway. And I gave it uh, three out of five fart-holding gens. <laughs> I think I liked it more, actually, the second time I watched it was this morning. When I first watched it, I'm like, ah, why are they beating each other up? I hate it when the good guys always have to beat each other up. Right. And they're supposed to be cousins, too. Oh, that's thought, exactly well, that's why they beat each other up. Exactly. <laughs> Usually that's confined to, uh, I don't know, siblings more than cousins. Right, but right. sometimes yeah. there you yeah, have cousins that will. Uh... <laughs> I know my cousins are probably like, no, no, Sean was always macking us around. But I wasn't yeah. macking them. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, so I like that. Definitely has promise. I'm looking forward to more, especially uh, the DD component. Can't wait to see that. Daredevil. Oh. Yep. Yes, yes. I- <laughs> I will have to say this too. Anybody who enjoys our logo, the amazing artist Des Taylor has done our logos and he actually had posted some of his artwork that had Daredevil and She-Hulk and I want to say it was 17 and and at that time he's like, "Hey Disney, you need to have a show with these two working together." So I think our artist might be psychic. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> so. And before we jump into this, I just want to say, because there is another show on Disney Plus that we haven't done, 
because it's really hard to do it. But if you haven't watched I Am Groot, there's just a few little <laughs> really short episodes. Oh my God, you need to go watch it. And because they're, I think, like three minute episodes because three minutes of credit, but they're hilarious. And if you need a palate cleanser for your week while you're <laughs> waiting for the next uh, She-Hulk, yeah. go watch one of those. They're great. Okay, now moving on. Let's jump back into the story, the actual story for She-Hulk. And I'm wondering if we're going to get a little bit more than we do with some of our other shows that we have watched. Right. So Jennifer Walters navigates the complicated life of a single 30-something attorney who happens to be green, six foot seven, super-powered Hulk. This kind of sounds Allie McBeal-ish. Only yes. with the Hulk. Okay. Okay, that's not a Boomer reference. That's like a Gen X reference. So you can go back and watch that. The recap is Jen Walters' world is turned upside down after a freak accident leaves her with superpowers. Okay, no, they didn't give us a whole lot more. I'm just... No. (laughs) Yeah, they they like to just give us a little taste and then mess with us. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, what is the responsibility of those with power? Jennifer Walters says to her colleagues who stand in her office listening to her practice her closing arguments for an upcoming big case. As she drones on with legal jargon, she ends it with the killer because those with the most power have the most to answer for. I thought she was going to do the Peter Parker thing. Yes. (laughs) I was like, no. (laughs) But let's be honest, and Jen knows it too. You're not going to be able to focus on this fun lawyer's show, Jen's own words, until you know all about the Hulk thing looming over her. So let's quickly get up to speed with a flashback to a few months ago when Jen went on a road trip with her cousin Bruce. Okay? Yeah, that Bruce. <laughs> Wait, Bruce, can, can I ask you all? Because I never read She-Hulk. Did she break the fourth wall? Like, like yeah, us? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's like her and Deadpool are the two that are always breaking. Okay. That's what I was like. Yeah. And actually, I thought it was only Deadpool. (laughs) Yeah. She Hulk broke it before Deadpool did because she did it in the comic. Okay. Bruce Banner sits next to Jen in the passenger seat, telling her all about the devices he's created an inhibitor to heal his broken arm, a device that stops him from turning into the Hulk and speeds up the recovery process. Jen, though, couldn't be bothered with this and instead turns back to her own pressing augment. Was Steve Rogers really a virgin? See, total, <laughs> total fan talk right there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and their cousin go back and forth. Banner is interrupted when an unidentified spaceship comes out of nowhere, causing Jen to swerve off the road and send the car tumbling down a nearby hill. How either one of them survived that, that's a Good question. <laughs> See, this is why seatbelts and airbags are important. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jen climbs out of the car in one piece, but she's cut up and bleeding down, all down her arm. She crawls back into the car and frees Bruce from his seatbelt, but he's more worried about other things. Collision destroyed his inhibitor on his arm, and he's bleeding out Hulk blood everywhere. Ew. <laughs> now, I like the fact that they explain the arm thing, because I know that was something that when it was seen in the previews or the trailers that everyone's like, how's his arm fixed? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm glad that they did that in the first episode and kind of jumped right in. Yeah. Okay. He's bleeding out Hulk blood everywhere. Too late. Some of the bruises Hulk blood drips into Jen's open wound. And before you can register what is happening, she's 
transformed into a Hulk herself, which is, to be honest, pretty shocking for her. Eventually, Jen passes out and wakes up sometime later, now transformed back to Jen. She wanders to a nearby bar, and she really got, looked awful. Like, yes. Looks like she crawled out of a dumpster. She wanders to a nearby bar and sneaks in the back where she's aided by a gaggle of friendly girls, more than happy to help her clean up. Now I want to see them as a superhero team. Yes. <laughs> I'm saying the women just jumping to her aid, and I love it. It's like, you don't need whoever did this to you. And, I know. And it's like, you know, yeah, that kind of happens, especially if you're a bunch of drunk girls and you go in the bathroom. I'm just giving you guys an insight. Drunk <laughs> girls in the bathroom will help each other. We will hold each other's hair back if you're puking. The only thing that I thought was weird is that one had an extra pair of shoes. <laughs> like, <laughs> everything else I could see happening. but it And she was right, though. Girl, you do need shoes. This is a public bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> so Jen uses one of her phones to call Bruce and heads outside to wait for him when a group of guys start catcalling her. She tries to move away from them, but men follow him. Before she realizes what's happening, she's transformed into the Hulk again, raging at them. When some green blur knocks her out. <laughs> yeah, at first I didn't even catch it. Like, what the heck was that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. So that's supposed to be a thing. I thought it was just supposed to be like her rage kind of. Like, yeah, that's what I thought at first, too, when I tried to digest it. Like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, no, that that fist came from the side of the screen, so it couldn't have yeah. been hers. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to have to watch it again because I had only watched the one time and I thought it was just like instead of going red because she's <laughs> yeah. mad, like her eyes. We've just seen this green blur. That makes a little bit more sense. And this is one of the things that I was telling you guys that there are so many people, so many of those fanboys, and I'm saying that in a bad way. Right. That were like, oh, those guys were just trying to see if she was okay. I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. No. Nope. Did nah, you and I watch the same thing? Because when the one started with what, you're too good to talk to us? It's like, okay, no, they're not checking on her. No. They uh. even made the comment that ladies night was a bust. So, yeah, yeah they were oh, definitely <laughs> looking for trouble. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, dude, no, please stop. <laughs> Just stop. But anyway, okay, sorry. Go on. Now that now I'm going to have to watch for the green bar. The fifth. <laughs> well, I hope you don't get too close to one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Talk about so that once age. again, waking up in a strange place, Jen finds herself in some tropical location. Wandering around the house, she hears music and heads into the basement to find Hulk down there. Sorry, Smart Hulk. He didn't come up with his name, he swears. Hulk explains to Jen that he's in Mexico at his hideout where he spent the blip merging both his Hulk and Bruce identities together. Tony, that's Tony Stark, built a location for Bruce a while ago, joking that it was, it was only a loner and you would have to make it, take it back sometime. <laughs> There's so much to process, but Jen has another thing on her mind. Did they hit a spaceship? <laughs> According to Hulk, yes, they did. I don't know. If they, I thought they just went off the road. They didn't really hit hit it, did they? Did they miss I that? didn't think they actually hit it. I think no, they, it I was like a so near either. miss I think kind they of thing. Hit, turned the car so yeah. hard. That <laughs> yeah. Thank, and thanks for the help spaceship, by the way. Right? Yeah. <laughs> nice tractor beam. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong show. Well, Hulk thinks they're trying to deliver a message, and he'll get to the bottom of it eventually. The season, maybe. But yeah. first, <laughs> I got to deal with Jen. I thought this was all really interesting. It's like, I thought he was supposed to be Professor Hulk, but whatever. Martin right. Yeah. yeah. And I love how he, whenever he said Tony, he's like, Tony Stark. It's like, does she not know who Tony is? I figures like the whole world knows who Tony yeah. is. Yeah. So she knows about Steve Rogers. She knows about. Right. <laughs> and I want to say when she, she woke up and she's like, hello, hello. I'm like, this is how horror movies start. Yes. You don't go around. Well, as soon as she came first. out of her bedroom, she found that Iron Man mask sitting on a table. 
Yeah. I, you know what? Was it Iron Man? Because I kept thinking it was one of the um, Ultron. Oh. Was it Iron Man? Could have been an Ultron. I don't know. I think I thought, it was I, an I thought, older I, Iron Man. If I had money maybe. to put on it, oh, I would say, yeah, because he made a lot of suits. Yep. Okay. I was just, yeah, I'm like, wait, is that Ultron? So, yeah, we didn't go back and double check that. But either way, it's like, all right. So we get to see Hulk calmly trying to explain to her what's going on during the accident. Then she got a lethal dose of gamma radiation. And I am with Jen on this because she starts freaking out and going, am I going to die? Yeah. (laughs) No, no, no. I just didn't finish the sentence yet. I've been synthesizing your blood and your body's okay with the gamma radiation. And and yeah, you start with that part. Okay. (laughs) I'm saying. Smart Hulk, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Smart. Yeah, not so much. Just saying. (laughs) And weirdly, since she's been okay with everything, he was able to use some of her blood to completely heal his arm. It's like, oh, well, this worked. Now, again, I have to ask, which we may cover later. This is a slight change from her origins, right? Or at least one of the origins, because I know they change origin stories all the time. Yeah. Okay. But it was pretty, pretty close, right? Yeah, they shared blood. So yep. <laughs> okay. that was it. Okay, they okay. did share blood. Yep. She had to give him a transfusion and that's how it happened. Ah, gotcha. Okay. So Jen wants to go back to normal now. Yeah. You know, I'm feeling it because I wanted to be a lawyer at one time and that's not exactly the most calming profession. I'm just no. going to throw <laughs> that out there. So she demands that the Hulk makes her one of those devices that he had on his arm. So she won't turn into the Hulk again, but he can't do that. Because Hulk spent years trying to figure this stuff out. And maybe after a few years in the lab, we can figure out how to integrate (laughs) Jen and her own Hulk version. Oh my god, that was not going over well. Because Jen starts to, well, hyperventilate. (laughs) And I thought she was going to pass out. Because she's like, I just, I just got my own office and business cards and what the heck. And she needs to calm down. And apparently her go-to is pancake. Which I thought it was funny as she's like shoveling them in. It's like, good lord! I'm just wondering how many takes she had to do and how many pancakes she actually had to eat. So yeah, <laughs> throwing that one out there because that's got my curiosity. Well, how many hulking out over pancake jokes that were out there? Yeah. <laughs> Are we gonna see a Hulk pile of pancakes at IHOP next? Yeah. Who's up for green pancakes? <laughs> Well, while eating the pancakes, Hulk tries to explain to his cousin that she's going to have to change her entire life, avoid stressful situations, stay away from people. But Jen is not having it because I have to go back to my job. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. To- Tony Stark isn't funding her is all right. I'm going to say. <laughs> but right now she can't do either of those things working as a lawyer and Hulk because it doesn't work out very well. And then our Professor Hulk, Smart Hulk banner. Drops a really thick binder on the table. Yeah. And Jen. Should have been green. On a... Was it green? <laughs> oh, no. It no, been. that would have been great. That would have been awesome. Oh, and a little like Hulk sticker on it or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that was... <laughs> Some Lisa Frank Hulk stickers. That would have been awesome. But <laughs> um, listen, Jen. Like a wait, child. <laughs> <laughs> little doodles. She's on a multi-year journey and you'll have to come to terms with being a Hulk. And I love it because he had, what did he say, 15 years or more that he right, had to deal with yeah. this. And she's like, this is not going to work for me. No, <laughs> I don't want this. But then Banner sets up some tests to see what makes Jen turn into a Hulk. 
with the main triggers being anger and fear, which Jen points out is pretty much the baseline of being a woman. And I will have to concur with that. Yep. It's like, okay, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Don't, don't freak out. But then we get to see some, uh, bone crushing saws that, well, there's no plan B. So I guess you better hulk out or, or yeah, you might get all crushed. What the hell? Excuse me? No. What did I fall into a saw movie? I mean, yeah. What is this? He's laughing. He's standing out there laughing. I'm waiting for the little dude to come out on the tricycle. You know, it's like that's what I was (laughs) thinking was happening here. But she manages to Hulk out, smashing the device and then destroying the door and throwing it at Hulk and a crap ton of machinery behind him. Yeah. And and she just yelled. And sometimes, you know, that's just what you have to do. Yeah. (laughs) Let it out. Jen, now as a Hulk, rages around the room as Bruce tries to calm her down. She immediately asks why he's talking to her like a stray horse, <laughs> and this startles Hulk. Oh, my God. I was thinking the same thing, too. I'm like, what? Yes. <laughs> down, girl, down. <laughs> Even though she's a Hulk, she's maintained her gin personality, which for him took years. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, but now that she's turned into a Hulk, how does she turn back into gin? Hulk doesn't have the best examples, telling her that he usually... Uh, falls out of a jet or is knocked out <laughs> by a robot or Natasha for a while told him a lullaby. Don't that was question. hilarious. That was, yeah. it, when she, the look on her face, so she's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jen is pretty flippant at these suggestions and Hulk tries to reason with her, knowing that her regular anger is only hyped by being a Hulk and one wrong move could mean death and destruction. Realizing listen, she's listen, not banner. getting out. Yeah. <laughs> Realizing she's not getting out of here anytime soon, Jen gives in. Hulk can teach her how to be a Hulk. So, how do you learn how to be a Hulk? Meditation. Check. <laughs> Being startled awake by an air horn. Check. Oh, that that would have pissed me off, too. Yes. <laughs> Fan deck. Check. <laughs> that was funny. Yes. Uh, that wardrobe is very important. Boulder ch- tossing. Check. Balance. She's got it. Yeah. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> I was surprised that they let you know, her throwing the bird get in there. Yes. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. Now, you while the training montage goes surprisingly well, Jen is still frustrated. When is she ever going to use these useless Hulk things practicing <laughs> law? Realizing that all he's done is shown her the downsides to being a Hulk, Hulk decides it's time to cut loose. One of the upsides of turning green is super fast metabolism, meaning that all drinks are simply long buzzes. So sitting at Hulk's beachside bar, he reminisces about building it with Tony, musing, it was a good time during a hard time. That was a lot of bottles. Yes, it was. (laughs) That's a well-stocked bar right there. He must have a stairwell to another basement. (laughs) That's just... I'd say, yeah, just alcohol that, yep. that gets shipped in every every week or so on a giant truck. Yep. So while the Hulk training might be all fun and games for Hulk, Jen's getting restless. Hulk tries to reason with Jen, explaining that it takes a lot of control anger, but she's been doing it her whole life. Isn't that what it's like to be a woman anyway? Yeah. Sick-headed Hulk. With this, <laughs> all right, I'll come out of her. She, with this, Jen decides to go home. She had enough of the meditations and mantras and dealing with controlling her anger. Response her whole life, and besides, she doesn't want to save the world. She doesn't want to be a superhero. She just wants to be a regular lawyer. This is enough to send both of them over the edge of motion reeling, and then soon, two Hulks are battling it out. Of course there is. There always yes. is. 
<laughs> Only the thing was there. They're yeah. throwing punches, rocks, trees, surfboards, literally everything they can get their hands on. Unfortunately, it spills onto the beach and Jen and Hulk crash into the bar. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to fix it. Licking their wounds, Hulk concedes and tells his cousin that she wants to go back to her job as a lawyer. He respects that. He doesn't mean that. She just does. <laughs> and you and me and everyone else watching, startling herself in the process. Like, what I just do? Yeah. <laughs> I love that he turns his head, too. It's like, wait. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> huh? <laughs> well, that's the story of how Jen Walters becomes her own Hulk. Now we know, and her family knows, and her best friend Nikki knows, and she's gone back to her lawyer life, and it's like, nothing happened. It's time to get back to the fun lawyer show. Fun lawyer. Now, I actually enjoy the lawyer stuff, so. Yeah. <laughs> I- we have the courtroom, and I'm sorry, but the guy who she was partnered up with who was like, don't screw this up. Like, dude, I'm going to crush you, okay? Yes, she needs <laughs> to hulk out on him. Right? Ass, that's yes. for sure. Flick him or something. That's one of the but, last things you want to hear. Yeah, oh, right. Okay. I mean, dude. Okay, this is exactly why my husband had me freaked out the first time I met, like, a celebrity. When he kept saying, he's just a person. Don't freak out. <laughs> Don't freak yeah. out. It's like, and what happens? I freaked out and cried. And I'm like, you? Oh. yes. I'm, and that's why he couldn't go with me the first time I was pressed anywhere. <laughs> well, now you gotta, no. now you gotta tell me who you cried over. Oh my God. I don't even remember his name. I'll have to find it, but I will tell you. Yeah, it was one of those. Because I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm not so. Yeah. Was so, it Tenant? No, oh my God. I, I wouldn't be sad <laughs> if I was blubbering over a tenant. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I'm surprised I, I, I uh, let go of uh, Julian Anderson's foot there when she was dragging me across the stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so Jen stands up to give her closing arguments when suddenly someone dressed impeccably crashes through the wall, sending everyone in the room into a panic. As the super strong and fashionably dressed woman resists arrest, Nikki goes rushing over to Jen, suggesting, "Do your thing. You know the whole thing." And I love it because Jen's like, wait, now? Yeah. And then she's very upset because she's like, man, I like this outfit. I was yeah. thinking, we'll take off your jacket. Yeah. Yeah, really. But I did like the fact that her friend was like, don't take off your shoes. It's like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Her sho- Weren't they her shoes? It did loan oh, were the they? Shoes? Is that I what it know. was? I-, I thought she loaned them the shoes. I, I can't oh, remember. Oh, maybe, maybe that's hey, what it was. Why hey, give me my like, sh- don't wreck my shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it was. And she didn't want it. Like, hey, those are my good shoes. Don't yeah. pick that up. Oh, no, you don't. Yeah. And oh, by the way, it was Sam Huntington that I freaked oh, out okay. about. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Huntington? Yes, I know. Who is it? Who is it? Uh, he's from <laughs> Being Human. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I know. That's cute. I know. Now I want to see the picture. You get a picture with him? I did. <laughs> All right. Are you in tears in the picture? No, I was not oh, in tears true. at the time. Thank God. No. <laughs> but he told his wife about me. Oh. I'm like, well, yay. Anyway, Hulk time. And in front of everyone in the courtroom, she transforms. And when the super strong chic woman asks, who are you? Jen responds with the only thing she knows. Jennifer Walters, attorney at law. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, what? And the two battle and Jen manages to get the upper hand, knocking this woman out. And then as if nothing happened, she turns back into her regular self and turns back to the court saying, I'm ready to give my closing argument. <laughs> I wanted it to turn, and so you can see, like, the jury and the judge and right, like, yeah, everybody in there all... with their jaws just, yes. you know, <laughs> Yeah. So back at Bruce's bar, Jen threw Hiccup, because this was our after credit scene, which yes. I just have to say, I was dying. I loved it. Laments that it's so sad that Steve Rogers died a virgin. 
And she goes on and on about this, crying into her drink, when finally the Hulk can't take it anymore. Fine, Jen, here's the truth. Steve Rogers did not die of virgin, and immediately Jen snaps out of it. She is not drunk, she just needed to know. Because apparently he lost his virginity to some girl on the USO tour. And with that, she screams, Captain America! Cue the credits. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what I thought was hilarious, because Chris Evans and... Yeah. It was just like some crying laughing emojis and then the yeah. zipper mouth yeah. for She-Hulk. I'm like, oh my God. I'm looking at it right now. Hashtag <laughs> Yeah, <She-Hulk>. so am I. <laughs> so that was hilarious that even Chris was like, yeah, okay, let's get in on this. <laughs> yeah. and, and everyone now is like, wait, what? And they're like finding pictures and there's stuff all over the internet. It's like, was it this one? Was it this one? Was <laughs> one? <laughs> and then was it James Dunn had, had said, yeah, that one is um star lord's grandma <laughs> and so now everybody's like oh my god oh. It was hit. it's like that's how they're connecting it and they're freaking out Ow. and i yeah. thought that was hilarious <laughs> now i do want to ask because i know we're going to get into easter egg when <laughs> that opening scene happened and we see stuff behind her I was thinking, oh, God, there's got to be like a billion Easter eggs on that shelf. And I don't know if we can go through them all. I just wondered if like anybody else thought that. Like, Yeah, I did see something. I'm like, oh, look. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Now I can't remember what it was. Oh, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> like immediately, I'm like, there's got to be a ton of stuff yeah, on it. Right, right stuff down, Dave. Right <laughs> down. Yeah. That was a good one, too. I'm like, oh. Totally blanking on it right now. Sorry. It'll come to you before we're Yeah, done. I'll see if I'll turn green. Maybe it'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> so, someone mentioned Easter eggs? I did mention some Easter <laughs> eggs, and I'm Ooh. guessing that uh, you two have a ton of Easter eggs for us. Well, She-Hulk riffs on Spider-Man's catchphrase. I was waiting for the, yeah, like you said, complete the whole thing. Just say it. Yes. <laughs> Episode 1 opens with Tatiana Maslany, Jennifer Walters rehearsing a closing speech for an upcoming court case. The speech riffs on Spider-Man's classic power and responsibility line in a manner that's been typical of Marvel since Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 1, Episode 1, re- released in 2013. And so, uh, Chloe Bennett's hacker-style sky telling a superhuman with great power comes a ton of weird crap that you're not prepared to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> that I, mean, I can see. I yes. Guess. Now that one makes sense. Spider-Man's yes. real power and responsibility line finally becomes a part of the MCU and Spider-Man No Way Home after being teased for eight years. It seems Marvel wanted to keep the gag running. I see it so many other places. Who knows? So the, the savage Jen Walters in She-Hulk episode one done, told her speech is perfect. And she had to cap it off with this Walter look. It's an amusing line, but also not the title She-Hulk's first comic book run, The Savage She-Hulk. So uh, here, though, Jen wants to believe it's her lawyerly skill to make her truly savage in the courtroom, not not in a brawl. Right. Jen, <laughs> she is funny. I love that face. Yeah, she that face. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, so, and She-Hulk breaks the fourth wall. Deadpool isn't the only Marvel character to break through the fourth wall. Then her goes to She-Hulk, and she's given the same ability in the MCU as well. She-Hulk breaks the fourth wall on numerous occasions throughout the episode, addressing the viewers directly. The gag's mostly amusing when the other characters react to her in confusion. <laughs> One entertaining moment in which Hulk is clearly irritated by his cousin's comment to herself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good moment. It'll be interesting to see how Marvel maintains this over the course of the show and even into ensemble movies. God, I would like to see her just come back like in mid-credits and do one. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, give out a, an Easter egg in the like show. Like Ferris Bueller. Hey, did you all see that part? Yeah. 
So Shang-Chi's uh, post-credits are finally explained in She-Hulk Episode 1. Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner made his Phase 4 return in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings post credit scene, where he had reverted back to his human form. This came as something as a surprise, a major change in the Hulk status quo, given he morphed into Professor Hulk in Avengers Endgame, a permanent Hulk with the mind of a Bruce Banner. Shang-Chi's post credit scenes are finally explained as it seems Bruce simply built another gadget to help him uh, change back. On close examination, he is indeed wearing this in post credit scene. The green light around his arm is visible because he has his sleeves rolled up. Oh, that's what that was for. <laughs> yep. Oh, see? I love it. I love the explanation. Yeah. Pulling those threads. As long as it's green, he's not. <laughs> yeah. There you <laughs> go. So it's like a Sakaran spaceship creates She-Hulk. The MCU switches up She-Hulk's origin story with her blood mixing with Bruce Banner's after they got caught in a car accident. I mean, that was a bad accident. Yes. <laughs> This is caused by the arrival of a very recognizable spaceship, it's Sakarian, suggesting the people of Sakar, Sakar are looking to their old champion, the Hulk. This is clearly a setup. In the comics, Hulk had a, a son while he was stranded on Sakar, and there have been rumors Sakar, son of Hulk, would soon appear in the MCU. Or Scar, son of Hulk, I should say. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be interesting. What? Time runs differently on Sakar. Yeah, so he could easily have aged un- substantially since his birth. Oh, boy. They must have a... A lot of plans. The She-Hulk well, alien- the phases go on for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the She-Hulk, I know I'll be watching, I'll be in my 80s. Oh, good, a new phase. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the She-Hulk alien spaceship seems like a major setup for both the Hulk's future and the future of the MCU. Oh, yeah. Episode 1 features Avengers Endgame's Gamma Lab. <laughs> Episode 1 quickly moves for, to the Hulk's Gamma Lab in Mexico. This was referenced in Avengers Endgame with Banner explaining he spent 18 months in a Gamma Lab figuring out how to put brains and brawn together. That's it what seemed, they should get him a superhero dog and just call it Gamma Lab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems this was done with the help of Tony Stark, who built the lab for his friend and seems to have kept visiting Bruce during his time there, as Tony seemingly left some of his clothing in the lab because Banner gives Jen a Led Zeppelin t-shirt that presumably belonged to him. Well, maybe Banner was in the Led Zeppelin. We don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Episode one features an Iron Man shrine and an Iron Legion helmet. Bruce Banner is keeping what seems to be sort of a shrine to Tony Stark, a broken Iron Man helmet. It's actually one of the Iron Legion helmets from Avengers Age of Ultron, perhaps hinting Tony left it there himself so both could bond over their past mistake. This feels like one of Bruce Banner's treasured possessions because Tony Stark was his dearest friend. You're going to make me sad. Yeah. (laughs) MCU's timeline is still a mess. This is followed by a conversation in which Hulk explains both to Jennifer and to the viewers how she became a Hulk. During the conversation, Hulk drops a number of references to timescales, and unfortunately, they prove the MCU's timeline is still something of a mess. According to Bruce Banner, he's been wrestling with the Hulk for 15 years, give or take. Well, the MCU's Hulk was created in 2005, so that would fit with the present day. Unfortunately, the MCU jumped forward five years in Avengers Endgame, and the Disney Plus timeline places She-Hulk right before Miss Marvel, meaning it should be set in 2025. Assuming the Disney Plus MCU timeline is right, Hulk really should have said 20 years. Well, you know, the give or take because of the blend. I could forget five years pretty easily. (laughs) Bruce Banner's secret superpower created the Hulk. According to the Hulk, he and his cousin share a a rare combination of genetic factors that 
allow their bodies to synthesize gamma radiation. It seems Bruce Banner possesses a secret superpower, one that is actually responsible for the creation of Hulk, because without it, his ill-advised super-soldier experiments would have presumably killed him. The interesting question is whether this means Bruce Banner and Jennifer Walters are mutants in the MCU. Miss Marvel is the MCU's first official mutant, and her powers seem to be a combination of genetic factors plus radiation. So there's definitely a parallel. Apparently, Banner and Walters are different in some way, however, and the Hulk healed his arm using She-Hulk blood. Because she's better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have to say that Miss Marvel is the first official, officially announced mutant. Right. Because there was supposed to be the one mutant that was in Black Widow. Because right. he was, was it Ursa Major or something? He was one of the guy, the really big dude that was in the prison. He's supposed to be a mutant that they just didn't officially say was a mutant. Right. So I, I thought they were going to backdoor mutants that way. <laughs> so we're going to get mutants one way or another. Yep. They coming. They better. <laughs> I mean, we. For, I'm like, spoiler alert, if you didn't watch what multiverse of madness we had a mutant in there yep all right smart hulk is officially an in-universe mcu name in the comics the combination of banner and hulk is traditionally called professor hulk the mcu has always preferred the name smart hulk and well now it's official banner insists he didn't choose the name mm-hmm, but yeah. he clearly doesn't object to it and i love that she hulk spends quite a bit of time teasing him on it and she's like you know usage is pretty much acceptance yep <laughs> Yeah. The lawyer talk. Just saying. The Hulk's greatest weakness isn't his temper anymore, or is it? But instead, his <laughs> ego. And I have to say, he gets pretty ticked off and starts pulling stuff out of his binder. Well, I yeah. guess we don't yeah. need this, <laughs> dude. Maybe she doesn't need it, but don't you still need that in there? Yeah. <laughs> Throwing that out there. The Hulk remembers some of the ways he's controlled his transformation in the past, both. Most notably, Black Widow's lullabies from Age of Ultron. According to Banner, the common thread is being rendered unconscious. Hulk's romance with Black Widow isn't exactly mentioned here. But to be fair, that probably is a bit too personal to discuss with his cousin without, you know, absolutely needing to. I don't know. They talked about some other weird stuff, but. Yes, you know, they did. <laughs> he also remembers being stuck as the Hulk for two years, living in Sakaar between Avengers Age of Ultron and Thor Ragnarok. Which apparently he had a kid that surprises the heck out of me. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> because now my mind is like, wait a minute, who had his baby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe don't think too deep on that, Sean. Anyway, <laughs> Hulk Thunderclap returns. Bruce Banner spends most of episode one convinced his cousin needs to be trained by a more experienced mentor. Let's not go there, Bruce. Yeah. This naturally results in a scrap, and the Hulk is rather smug when he demonstrates he can still pull off the thunderclap. The Hulk's trademark move in The Incredible Hulk, not seen on, on the big screen since. She-Hulk then pulls a variation of the same trick, however, which I thought was funny, especially when yes. she starts <laughs> clapping. Maybe don't ever clap then when you're in Hulk form, because that right. could be horrible, <laughs> especially if you really like what's happening. Don't do it. Okay, now my question is, how exactly do you say the name of the, I don't want to say villain, but the woman, is it Titania? Titania? Okay, 
that's why I'm yeah. like, is it like Titan? Yeah, I wasn't sure. <laughs> so she joins the MCU and Jamila Jamil's Titania makes her MCU debut in Hulk. She Hulk episode one. She's the classic a credits for the show coming up, too. Yep. Uh, oh, OK. So we're definitely going to see more of her. I yep. guess I, I thought it was you know, a one off thing, but I can see episode five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, oh wow. and, like, yeah, all of them. She's in all of them, of course. Is there nine episodes or ten? Because it shows nine. And that's oh, I like, thought there was only what? six, so that's even better. No, there's nine. I will say I, she had a very macho man like <laughs> vibe to me when she came out. Randy the Macho Man? Yes. <laughs> the, she is a classic Marvel villain in the comic, and She-Hulk's greatest rival, a brawler created by Dr. Doom himself. Again, uh-huh. does that mean we might be getting a crossover? We know Fantastic Four movies coming in the next phase. One of the next phases. Jesus, yep. there's so many. It's doubtful the MCU will introduce Dr. Doom for now. So her origin likely may be rewritten for this show or maybe hinted at since that's coming. You never know. She basically used an opportunity for Jennifer to reveal herself as She-Hulk. Now, I don't know if she was doing it because she didn't know who Jennifer was at all. No. So I don't think it was Titania that was doing this. I think it was just, I don't know, fate. (laughs) It worked out. Comic book fate. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, she was probably wanting to break somebody out of jail or something. Yeah. <laughs> Oop, wrong courtroom. Yeah, Sorry. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt that She-Hulk will learn her cousin's warnings was true, and, well, heroes don't get to choose their name. <laughs> Post-credit scene. Tremendous. Captain America Easter egg. Episode one has an admittedly random subplot discussing Captain America's virginity, <laughs> which comes to a close close in the post credit scene. I don't know, because it's been talked about before. Yes, kind of, has. <laughs> with Natasha. So, yep. worn down by his cousin, the Hulk reveals Captain was not a virgin. He had sex with a woman while on the USO tour in 43 before he went to the front lines. It is, of course, quite possible Steve Rogers dreamed up this tale to shut Tony up because Iron Man certainly enjoyed poking fun at his friend's naivete. Hmm, that's an interesting story. But yeah. we know he didn't... <laughs> We know he didn't die as one because he went no, back and he had went a back life. In time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Got she his Hulk's... happily ever after. So yeah, yeah. he's all so, good. Yeah. Yeah. He's fine. She-Hulk's post-credit scene includes another America's ass joke, another Marvel tradition since well, Ed Game, and features a fade out F-bomb in the style of Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home. They like to fade out certain things like yes. when we had the <laughs> Avengers Assemble. Basically, every F bomb is faded out. Yeah. But we did give her flipping the bird, like I said. So, yeah. you know, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, our friend Fred from the Netherlands has provided his thoughts on the premiere of She Hulk, especially because Tatiana Mislani is in it. So let's hear what he thought. Hello, Steve, Dave, and Sean, and all listeners to the Van Gogh Zone. This is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, Season 1, Episode 1. Oh wow, it's so good to have a series with Tatjana Maslany again, and uh, surely giving me some good memories of The C-Word, another podcast you did, uh, Steve, together with Terry and Corey, in the days of Orphan Black. It really was in the beginning of me giving audio feedback for podcasts for the very first time, and we had a lot of fun. Let's talk about She-Hulk. 
attorney at law. Don't forget the last part. It really should belong to the title. As Tatiana Maslany points out in her recent Stephen Colbert interview. That interview even made it possible to watch this very first episode premiere of season 1 together with my wife who is not the biggest superhero fan. Talking about super and fan, well I couldn't say I'm the biggest orphan black fan in the world but perhaps of the Netherlands. It's only 17 million people. Most listeners will know this from this and other podcasts I give feedback to. Orphan Black ran for 5 seasons between 2013 and 2018. I have to admit I started watching in 2014 and was such a big fan that I designed my own polo shirts with Orphan Black logos on it, uh, t-shirts, etc. And my pile of polo shirts slowly starts to wear out. So you can imagine I'm still running around in those after 8 years. Of course these logos have nice DNA symbols in it and that is of course nice for a geneticist as I am. I even visited Toronto twice just to visit all kinds of Orphan Black filming site. My wife asked the question why did they pick her for this role? And Stephen Colbert asked in the interview if there is a similarity between playing Orphan Black which is about, for people who don't know, human cloning. And Tatiana Maslany got an Emmy for playing different roles, uh, multiple clones. So she said it's quite, quite different. It's also sometimes technical, but in a complete other way than playing double roles. She especially said, well, I don't see myself as She-Hulk because I'm in kind of suit, etc. And then the CGI does the rest. But still, she is a person that is used to very technical acting and has a lot of humor, for which she is known, did a lot of improv acting as well. So perhaps these aspects play the role for her picking the role and for Marvel Studios to pick her. And although she is not the tallest person, which is very nice in this series by the way, making the difference between the big Hulk and her in her normal appearance even bigger. But I wanted to say she is quite athletic. Attorney at law. We don't see it so much in this first episode. But what she will do in the series is defending all kinds of superheroes rights in court. It reminded me a little bit of the 2004 Pixar animated movie The Incredibles. The incredible couple is also fighting for equal rights for superheroes. Talking about Tatiana's humoristic talents, an extra aspect here in this first episode is breaking the fourth wall, meaning that the actor talks to the audience. Of course we have seen that before in Marvel products like, for instance, the movie Deadpool. Perhaps I'm not remembering it well, but I think Tony Stark as Iron Man does it as well. I also think we saw it in WandaVision. I think the episode was quite humoristic and fun and I think that will make that my wife will watch on because she is not into superheroes especially if they take themselves too seriously and the humor is obviously done in a way that you don't criticize every wrong thing or nitpick or impossible thing etc. So it's a piece of just fun entertainment with great CGI. For big Marvel fans, the exposition is perhaps a little bit too much, 
But for instance, for my wife, it was perfect to get everything explained in this pilot. And nice referral, of course, for the fans to all kinds of other stuff, especially to Iron Man, Tony Stark, and Captain America. And a nice jam was, of course, in this, the after the credits scene. Okay, this will be all for this time. Greetings, all the best, Fred from the Netherlands. Okay, Fred! (laughs) (laughs) I think his throat was getting a little dry at the end. I guess so. (laughs) Yeah, we do. He's obviously the uh, president of the Dutch, Tatiana. Miss Lonnie Club? Oh, absolutely (laughs) he is. Brother. (laughs) Oh, he went to Toronto a couple of times. Wow. Yes, he did. Wow. And if you think back on it, Fred, there was a couple of times Dave showed up on the C word as well. That's right. So <laughs> those are good times. I really enjoyed it. Yes, that. they were. Great times. Well, I'm glad your wife got to see this episode and might end up enjoying it. Hopefully, uh, we will get her to become a Tatiana fan as well. I, I wonder if he updates her on every little thing as they're watching until our eyes start to roll. Well, I know, <laughs> I know what this means. I'll explain that to you. You're ruining the show. Yes. <laughs> That's why I don't explain much to Jason unless he asks. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to keep your inner geek in rain. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes it is hard, but you do it. You do yeah, it so as- you can bring in another fan. Yeah. Well, as always, Fred, we really appreciate your feedback and are so glad you're on the ride with us mm-hmm. on She-Hulk Attorney <laughs> at Law. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode this season. Our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m. Eastern every Friday during the season. You can send your feedback via email or audio to contact us at fangirlzone.com. Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcast with good ratings and reviews. It helps other fans of the show find us, and there's plenty of other Marvel podcasts out there. Tell your friends, and I hope you're enjoying our podcast, and don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcasts. You can head over to www.fangirlzone.com, check out our contacts page for all the ways to get a hold of us, and go check out some of those other podcasts that we have over there. You know, stuff you might like, like Mudhorn Clan cast or, you know, Star Power. You know, there, there's a lot. There's a lot that you might like, so check it out. And for this episode of the Marvelous Post Blip Podcast, this is Hulk Steve. Like, that ass did not deserve to die a virgin. <laughs> you go, Hulk Steve. <laughs> oh my god. I'm Sean Fangirl S, and, you know, just remember shoes in public restrooms. Very important. And this is Mr. Dave, and my porn star name used to be the Hulk, and I'm only 5'8. <laughs> oh my god.